Well, we're going to read a bit of a Christmas story together from Luke chapter 2, from verses 1 to 15. If you have a Bible, a church Bible, it's on page 1027, uh, but James is going to come and read this amazing part of the Christmas story now. Thank you, James. So Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 1. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was, when the, first, this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. Brilliant. Thanks, James. Well, I don't know whether you've seen uh, Michael McIntyre's big show. Uh, well, on the show of Michael McIntyre's hit BBC One show, he has a segment called Send to All. Now, maybe some of you uh, already know where I'm going with this. But the the whole premise of the segment is that they take a celebrity's phone and they send this funny text and uh, and then while they wait for the replies uh, to come in, they send it to all of their contacts. Well, we we do have a celebrity. We have Phil. Um, (laughs) So we decided to have our own Christmas send to all. And uh, we wrote this text uh, from Phil's phone. It says... I need some help. Liz has been taking knitting classes and I've just accidentally seen the jumper she's knitted for me for Christmas. It's truly dreadful. Have you got any ideas for what I could say for when I have to open it tomorrow? Hope you have a great Christmas. Every blessing, Phil. Isn't that wonderful? And boy, did we get some good responses. A few of you are looking quite nervous. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's, it's not that bad. But we had some good responses. And, and actually, there was a bit of a difference between how the women and men were responding in giving wisdom of how Phil should sort of respond. You see, sort of women were giving sort of responses like, 
couple says, tell her she's amazing and wear it to church. That's not the one, no. Um, um, another one said, tell her what a blessing she is and the jumper is perfect for the season. At Fleur, yes, good friend. Your wife is perfect. There we go. I'm sure the jumper is too. Kath, uh, that's, that's, that's your sister, isn't it? That's, so she says, it will be absolutely perfect for the right occasion. There we go. There we go. And then we kind of work into sort of, well, clearly some husbands have maybe had a similar experience. And well, there was one that, that just said, suck it up. Tell her you love her. Tell, no, tell her, yeah, tell her, you, tell her you love it. And then it is essential, block capitals, that you are convincing. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Then accidentally shrink it on the first wash. Job done. <laughs> and other people came up with a, a couple of, of suggestions. One said an honest answer. Um, honest answer you can give is... You can't be wonderful at everything. <laughs> or the polite answer, which apparently was, what a lovely thought. Why don't you knit one for each of the boys, too? <laughs> there we go. So you know what you're getting for Christmas, boys. Um, and then people started to get a bit creative with it. Um, Dave um, said, say, my goodness, dear, what a wonderful modern rendition of Joseph's many-coloured coat. <laughs> Do you mind if I use it as a prop in our upcoming dramatic reconstruction of the story? Of course, it would be ripped to pieces and covered in blood. But it would really add to the drama. <laughs> but, but, to, but to be honest with you, Phil, uh, people just thought it was your fashion sense that was wrong. Uh, um, one person, I'll have to keep this person's identity secret for this for this, this sort of piece of their Christmas at home. But it says, um, one person said, hi bro, it's important to be honest in these situations. I was going to give you a few comments I have found useful when the wife serves supper. But then I remembered how awful your fashion sense is and that your wife is so awesome that it's probably a fantastic jumper. And another person says, Liz only makes beautiful things. It must be your taste in question. Um, and then uh, someone else wrote in, texted in, well, my advice would be to say thanks very much and wear it with pride. Uh, you would make her truly happy. And I don't think anyone would notice as it would blend in very well with the rest of your trendy wardrobe. There we go. Um, there we go. Um, Reese, good friend, good friend, he says, Phil, it can't possibly be worse than some of the jumpers I've seen you wear before. <laughs> the woolly brown one, for example. And then kind of gives a bit of advice saying, immediately embrace her warmly so she can't see the expression on your face. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And then it kind of, and then some people brought in, obviously, Phil, he's at the church. And, and this was quite a funny one that we, that we received. It started off very well. It says, well, firstly, let me just say, Merry Christmas. Oh, dear. As the pastor teacher of Oakwood Church, my first thought would be, what would Jesus do? 
I mean, how much does your wife's feelings mean to you? Just think back to when Liz's parents first met you for the first time. Even though they may not have loved you at first, over time they began to see you for just the way you are. And I'm sure it will be the same for the jumper. In time, you will love it and be grateful that Liz spent the time knitting it for you. But there, were, there was a winner of best response to send to all. And that was from your own sons. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Zach, you're an absolute star. He said, you should tell her it's amazing and then give a sly wink in our direction. (laughs) Then do the same at church. Tell everyone mum made you an amazing jumper and then wink at the side of the room that mum isn't in. (laughs) And then to end it all, it really was... Noah, absolutely fantastic. He said, say, maybe just stick to sewing love. (laughs) Or if it's really hideous, say, let's save the turtles and recycle it. And then proceed to chuck it in the bin on Boxing Day. There we go. So some advice from Noah. No, you're not getting any presents anymore from your mum. But there we go. So there's a thank you so much for sending in your responses. And I think we should give a huge thank you to Phil and Liz for being amazing sports. Phil did actually know it was. I wish give them... And did you get a jumper? Did you get the jump? Sadly not. Oh, disaster. Um, but do you know, talking of, of Christmas presents that hopefully... Uh, some of us this morning have been a bit more gratefully received. Uh, are there any young people that have got anything really cool for Christmas this morning and would like to show it quickly? If you would, do you want to come up onto the stage quickly? Oh, that, whoa. Okay. There we go. Well done. Yeah. I'm also going to ask you a question, which is, what is your favourite Christmas food that you're looking forward to? Yeah? So, Oakley, what have you got for Christmas? Oh, you've got a sword and a Crystal Palace shirt. There we go. Round of applause. Yeah. And your favourite Christmas food? He doesn't know. Okay, I'm sure you'll have something nice. Yes, Ella. You've got some... What are their names? Belle and Cinderella. Fabulous. And what is your favourite Christmas food, Ella? Sprouts. There we go. Good job. Yeah, Savannah, what have you got? You've got Phoebe. Phoebe Dolcler. Oh, and a necklace as well. Wonderful. And what's your favourite Christmas food? Yorkshire puddings, they are lovely, aren't they? Yes, hi, Cleo, what have you got? A bath bomb. And, is it, sorry, what did you say? A bath bomb. A bath bomb, lovely. And, and we've got some sticker, oh, activity book. How lovely is that? And do you have any Chris, favourite Christmas foods? Sausages, yes, lovely sausages, yes. And I do know, Lyra, yes. 
Make a real one? Oh, wow. Oh, the skeleton of, no, the skin of a snake. Wow. And what's your favorite Christmas food? Sprouts. Sprouts. There we go. Good taste. Jacob. You've got a keyboard. Oh, fab. There we go. And what's your favorite Christmas food? Christmas? Turkey. Yes. And what did you get for Christmas? New clothes and new trainers. And what would be your favorite Christmas food? Yorkshire puddings. There we go. Wonderful. I'm sure we've all got many lovely Christmas gifts that we didn't want to, you know, impress and brag about this morning. Um, but would you, would young people, would you be able to help me out? Because we're going to sing another amazing carol. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. You can put the sword down. You can keep it. Just don't stab me with it. So that'd be great. Um, but we're going to sing another carol. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. How still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by. All goes back to that one night in Bethlehem where the Lord Jesus was born. Shall we stand and sing this lovely carol together? Well, please do take a seat. And thank you. Thank you so much for your help in singing that carol. Well, do you know, I wonder if you were a shepherd and had to go back to your family and explain to them what had just happened on that first Christmas using just one word, I wonder what word you would use. Extraordinary, amazing, frightening, well, probably, I'm sure they would have used all of those words, but I wonder whether they would have used the word unexpected. I mean, this is the most incredible moment in history, right? When God comes into this world as a baby. This is the moment that everything has been pointing to. This is the moment that people have been waiting for, for years and years and years. And the first people to hear about this news are the local shepherds watching their sheep. It's like if when, you know, Prince George was born and William and Kate decide that the first people that should hear about this news are the people in the local kebab shop. I mean, it just wouldn't be the place that you would expect the news to go to first. The shepherds might be thinking, why us of all the people to announce the news of God come into this world? Why us? Well, do you know, I think the message that we heard James read out earlier in our passage explains and helps us to understand why that's the case. You see, the message comes in, and the first thing that the angels tell the shepherds is, well, do not be afraid, but they say, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Do you know, I love this. I love this message because it says that Christmas... It says that Jesus isn't just for the religious. It isn't just those for who do it to church every single week. It's not those who are just brought up reading Bible stories. The birth of Jesus, the angels say, isn't just reserved for those people, but it has significance for all people. This is God's send to all. And what's more, this isn't a weird text from Phil, you know, asking about a dodgy scarf and asking what he should say. But rather, this is Jesus, this is news of Jesus born to this world. The news that will cause, the angels say, great joy. 
And this isn't the joy that we, we get from opening our Christmas presents this morning. This isn't even the joy that we'll get from having our amazing Christmas dinner, having the pigs in blanket at lunch. When the angels say great joy, it is news that is totally life-changing. News like a war has just been won. It's that kind of joy. That's what the angels promise these shepherds as they share this good news that it will cause, it will result in great joy. As we explore who Jesus is, as we look at his life, as we hear the things that he said, as we see the whole reason for why he's come, the result is he causes great joy. As we hear about this news about him, as we look at him, news that is for all people, shepherds and all. But you see, Christmas, whilst the angels say it's for all people, the news is incredibly personal, isn't it? Because the message continues. Another message pops up from the angels. And it says, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. These shepherds watching their sheep are not only the first people to hear about the news, but the angels say that the news is for them as well. That this child has been born to you, for you. You see, this message is for all people, and yet the angels say it is for you. You know, I imagine the shepherds would have never have imagined, we said that word at the beginning, unexpected. They would have never imagined that angels would have come and told them first, but let alone let the news be about them and for them as well. And that means that Christmas is incredibly personal. This isn't God putting everyone in a group chat where we can let everyone else respond and pretend that God didn't really want us to get the message Pretending we never got the message. Keep a bit hidden. God didn't really want me to respond anyway. No. This is God's send to all of us this morning. The news of Jesus is for everyone. For all and yet for you. And you know we might feel this morning a bit like those shepherds. A bit all quite unexpected. What what does Jesus have to do with me? And yet do you know this is the real joy of Christmas. This is the real joy of Christmas, that God invites each of us to explore and know this Jesus. And, you know, these shepherds who were terrified, you know, they responded, I think, in a pretty cool way. Because it says a bit further down in our passage, it gives the response of the shepherds. The response, response is, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. You know, the shepherds, they could have said no. They could have said, I I don't really fancy it, really. You probably think that's a bit hard, having a huge company of angels addressing you and singing choruses in the heavenlies and, you know, blinding light. You might think it a bit hard to say no after all of that. But they could have said no, couldn't they? They, You know, they had a job to do. They had sheep to look after. You know, they could have thought it would be a bit busy down at the stable. This is the biggest news in the whole of history. They probably won't notice if we're not there. But they don't say no. In fact, they say yes. 
And they say to each other, let's go and see this thing that has happened. Let's go and explore what these angels have been saying. The angels have said it's for everyone. The angels have said it's for us. And so the shepherds go and see Jesus. And you know, that's the real invitation for us this Christmas to all of us this morning. God sends to all. Whether we've been Christians for, for many years or whether this is all completely new to us, it's an invitation, like the shepherds, to go and explore this good news of great joy. But not only to explore it, but also to receive it and to know it ourselves. Do you know, if we've been, if we've been following Jesus for many years here this morning, and we know this story, we hear it over and over again, do you know, it's so easy to lose sight of the joy of what Jesus means. We come here and we read the same passages, we sing the same songs. But do you know, Jesus is news of great joy, isn't he? He is the one who has come into the world to offer hope in our hopelessness. The one who reveals God to us, the one who brings us peace and forgiveness with him. The one who gives us life with him forever. Is there a joy that could compare with that this morning? But you know, if we're here this morning and and this is all quite new and maybe unexpected, well, can I invite you, like the shepherds, to come and see this Jesus for yourself, to explore why Jesus is the most important person we could ever know and why he is the best news we could ever hope to hear. And you know, we have an invitation to a a Christianity Explored event that will be starting up in the, the new year. And it gives an opportunity for you to ask any question, questions about Jesus, the big questions of life. Ask any question and a chance for us to discuss uh, these things together and look through a written account of Jesus' life, the book of Mark, together. It's an amazing opportunity for us to do exactly what these shepherds wanted to do, to explore about this good news of great joy. Well, do you know... Maybe something for us to, to think about this Christmas, but there's, a, there's an opportunity for us to take away one of those Mark's Gospels, one of those accounts of Jesus' life this morning. It's a very short uh, book, takes under an hour to read, but what a wonderful thing maybe to do over this Christmas, to take it and read and see why the angels would say to the shepherds on that first Christmas, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. Born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. It's an amazing opportunity. And, And do feel free to speak to me or one of the team afterwards or to pick one of those Mark Gospels up. But we're going to finish our time this morning by singing another carol. And this carol is joy to the world. The angel said that this news about Jesus is joy to the world. It's for all people. And that's an amazing thing that we can go out on this Christmas day singing joy to the world. So let's stand and sing together joy to the world.